So have you noticed that like every time we get a, a every time I have a delivery over here, mm-hmm. they're accompanied by black people now. Like, yeah, because <laughs> the because it was a white dude that got out with the Chipotle and like it was a black woman in the in the in yeah. the in the passenger seat. So what you what you the mean? last time? Yeah. It was a nigga, like the like it was a a white girl driving, and a nigga got out. And I, and I want to tell you, this nigga must have just rolled out of bed to ride with her. Yeah, she wasn't gonna leave him at home by himself. <laughs> but also, one one thing to know about Sunnyside, man, we got we got people at the gates, you know. Man. And when white people come into Sunnyside, we gotta you gotta be vetted. Like that's true. You don't just come into Sunnyside by yourself. <laughs> As, as a white, is it like training day? Exactly like, <laughs> don't go, don't come over here without me. Yeah, man, it's exactly like that. Yeah. It's wild, you know. That might because I, I was looking, I was like, is that a job now? Is that some shit I can find on Indeed? Where I can just ride with scared white people to black neighborhoods. Well, you remember last week's episode? You, you said that you know if, if if for all the white people listening to this, they need to be accompanied by. A nigga consulate. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's what we have, man. We have ambassadors to Sunnyside. Okay. All right. Very good. Very yeah. good. Let people know you in town. You know, you, you know, don't they do that in rap? You have to check in when you get to when you get to a new city? Yeah. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta check in in Sunnyside. <laughs> Even if it's noon on a Sunday. Like. <laughs> oh man, don't go to Watkins alone. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Go strapped. <laughs> And don't go looking for fresh produce either. <laughs> oh, damn. Not that. <laughs> but you can get three different types of phones activated. <laughs> just got a, how, many, how many kiosks they got now? <laughs> I think half the store is damn kiosk now. Oh, my God. <laughs> the following content. Oh, fuck, fuck. I forgot. Just start the show. Broke my whole concentration during right. the this, this, this It happens sometimes. It happens sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy, Oz. I'm D. Randall. Oh, man. This is episode 178. 178. God damn. We've come a long way. Like we're starting to run out of numbers. Like we have to, we have to start making plans. We're closing in on two hundred. <sighs> we're closing in on two hundred, and by God, I think we'll be outside. That is, I think outside is a is a is a thing now. That is a lot of times that the word "nigger" has been used in conversation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like, documented like we've said the word nigga thousands of times literally just in 
You know, you know, there's a there's a video on uh, YouTube somewhere of all the times Samuel L. Jackson uh, has said the word motherfucker mm. uh, throughout his films. And to be honest with you, I was keeping score, and I think they missed a few. Because that, that video was short. I think they missed some. Oh. Just in Shaft alone. Wow. I, I You know, so I couldn't imagine what it would be like if we had that kind of fandom that was keeping track of all the times we say nigga in any given episode. Mm-mm. I couldn't even imagine it. Please don't start it either. I would say don't start it. Don't start it. You just stress yourself out. Because then you got, oh, man, and then Patreon's coming soon. And there's going to be at least 30% more niggas. That's, uh, that'd be stressful. I got to rethink my life. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week, D. Randall? Uh, it was all right. I mean, nothing really, nothing really happened this week, which is actually a good thing. Yeah. Um, fuck allergies. Fuck pollen. Oh my god, pollen is back. Pollen, but man, pollen is back outside. Yeah, that's how I know outside is a thing now. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's reckless. You can you can park your car at nine thirty in the morning, go back to it at five o'clock in the evening. It don't even take that long. It's just yellow. Just all just all up and down. It's just yellow. Just everybody comes back in from lunch. Everybody's eyes are on fire. Yeah, it's not right. It's not right. Mother Nature is finally coming out of quarantine, and I don't like it. <laughs> um, Mother Nature was enjoying it for a while, though. The first few months, quarantine, I was like, whoo! There was no pollution. Right? Saw animals and shit. Nice rainy evenings and shit. Heard birds singing. Yeah, man. Man. Oh, boy. It, sound, it, was, it was like... It was like We'll show you the white noise. White noise, my ass. We'll show you what we can do. Yeah, and 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 now it's just all coming back to me, and and I don't like it. Um, as for my week, was, you know, I, I got fooled. Um, I got a couple callbacks about work, and this shit. I'm telling you, these shits be scamming, dog. Like they be like, because and you can tell they always go. They'll say we looked at your application. We saw your resume on Indeed, and we think you'd be perfect to scam. Because <laughs> um, I don't be remembering half these shits. Now, one did call me back that was about, like, a marketing firm. I had to go back. I had to go back and Google them uh, when I was, when when the, when the, the job was quiet. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, a top-level marketing firm. And it's like... What did you read in my resume? <laughs> that's how I th- that's why I thought it was a scam. And now I'm looking at them and they're like and, and all the Google reviews and all the indie reviews are like four and five stars. Now I'm trying to call them back. Well wait. <laughs> um but you live and you learn. It's all good. Um other than that, nothing terribly exciting in the life of Oz. Um Oh, there was this one. Ch- no, you know what? I'm going to save that for Patreon. That's a Patreon story. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a girl that I went on a date with in recent in recent memory 
um, a follow-up with her. Some of y'all have actually asked, so mm-hmm. I'll leave some of those follow-ups for Patreon. Patreon is coming, y'all. It's coming. It is on the way. We're just we're just gonna we're, we gotta take some time and work out the uh, work out the tiers. There's gonna be like probably two tiers. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a third tier for like the diehard for like the super diehard fans. I don't think we have time or resources enough to to adequately reward the diehard fans of this podcast. Yeah. Um, but there will be eventually, you know, that you never know what the future holds. Uh and merch is coming. Um let's see, those are opening church announcements. Oh, next week we will not be here. We will not be here. Um Easter weekend. We're going to take that opportunity to take some time off. Uh, we will most likely be back the week after. Yeah. I give you guys time to practice your uh, either your pagan or non-pagan observances <laughs> of, uh, of Easter weekend. I couldn't imagine doing an Easter egg hunt while listening to Opinions Rob Black. I couldn't imagine it. Man, that could go very wrong. That, that, just that, that, fiery, that fiery black rage coming out of you. Couldn't imagine it. Not an Easter egg hunt. Um, <clears throat> start off open. Start off giving out flowers. Um, flowers go to actually a friend of mine, an uh, old college friend of mine. Um, she can be found on Instagram as Princess Nanye. Mm. Um, love uh, a lovely uh, Nigerian lady. Um. She's actually she's actually probably been one of the most consistent people I have ever known. She's they say she got a big ego and she's earned it. Uh but she's had that since college. Like you know, you have you know you have the people that all of a sudden like they upgrade yeah. and all of a sudden they talking shit. Yeah. No, she was talking shit from the day I met her. Oh good. <laughs> I I always have to admire them. Be consistent in your shit. Um, so why am I giving her flowers? Uh, I wish I were giving her flowers for a less mm, maudlin reason, but, um, some, uh, uh, a friend of hers, uh, someone that she knows, uh, has made the news recently because he was, uh, stabbed to death in his house. I believe. He was stabbed. He was stabbed to death repeatedly. Um, but they found his girlfriend covered in blood next to the murder weapon, a white woman. As a matter of fact, let me let me give that the accurate uh, gravitas that deserves a white woman. Covered in blood. Next to the murder weapon. Was not charged. Was not questioned. Was not detained. For any reason whatsoever. Mm. All of this suspect to everyone but law enforcement. It's, uh, you know, and, uh, I love the fact that people were like, well, there might have been a history of uh, domestic abuse or whatever. They, they did try to get that bullshit off. Sounds like try. self-defense to me. 
Like she, they literally the only thing that did not happen was she was not caught on film in the actual act of stabbing him. And if it, it let's say it's self defense. Yeah, a white woman doesn't cop to self defense straight away. Wasn't questioned. Wasn't detained. Wasn't. The, the whole Did part they even about, take elimination prints? Like, what the fuck is going on? The whole part about not being detained is the part that gets me. Cause, right. You know, even if they would have taken her in and been like, uh, you know, we're we going to figure this out. Yeah, take you in and get a statement. No, no statement, no nothing. It is as if she was not there covered in blood. Fuck Jay-Z. <laughs> And my thing, and so not, and so my my dear friend Nani did not take this lightly at all. I and as a matter of fact, I was up in the middle of the night. Uh, she was just going back back to back with these um, with these instant stories, tagging the young lady, um, asking why there was no accountability for her. Tagged baller alert, shade room, all them people, everybody. Mm. And, you know, my friend has a considerable amount of followers, I'll say. Uh, compared to myself and, the, and the, the people of influence that I know, has a considerable amount of followers that I will say she has earned on various levels, I'll say. Um, and she put that to good use. And eventually, um, word got out. Eventually... People started asking more questions, and you start seeing this shit making the rounds on Shade Room, on Baller Alert, on on our platforms and venues. Mm-hmm. And eventually, the platforms and the venues got a little bigger and bigger, and now people are asking more questions. Now, not everybody now not everybody is asking the right questions. I'll get to that later, but. I'm just always a fan of people wielding their social media influence because a lot of, because there are people that there are people that take her the wrong way that because she's always that because she's always doing it big because she's always uh, traveling and jet set and turn up that she's a certain kind of person. And I know her enough to know that that's just not the case with her and that she, and that she is, community minded Mm -hmm. and that uh, she does have a good heart and you know, people can surprise you and she didn't surprise me because I know she has this inner, um, but I am, but I am proud of that. I am proud that she used that for good and to defend her friend and look and look for some semblance of justice for her friend. Um, whose name I have not said because I don't want I don't want to be the one to uh, butcher it <laughs> completely. Um, but to my friend, to my dear friend Nanye, love you to death. Um, love what you lo- love what you're doing in terms of community. Um, keep shining, just keep shining big time. Keep shining. I would call it like Hollywood keep or whatever. But keep doing what you're doing, oh, man. You can. Always count on me for sure. That's what friends are for. Go ahead, go ahead, hit her with the air horns. No, that's not the air horns. <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, I would also like to give flowers to 
your honorable judge Katanji Brown Jackson, who earlier this week was officially, um, um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Confirmed. She was officially confirmed. Let's go. First black woman to the Supreme Court of the United States. Let's fucking go. And I hope they have a facing Clarence Thomas, just like right across the table from that nigga. Just you weak ass nigga. All I'm saying is, we know we know, we know. I was at one episode of House of Cards when niggas just start getting killed. Like, like it's at some point Kevin Spacey just pushed the motherfucker down the stairs. I'm not suggesting that anybody get pushed down the stairs. All I'm saying is that there are ideas and suggestions out there uh, in content that we can borrow for whatever reason. Yeah, he can trip. It, people trip every day. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, going into humans ain't shit on a related topic of the young man who was stabbed to death. Um, I wanted to point out a specific aspect of this conversation that's being had. Now that's being had on a more national level. Um, someone, of course, when you die or when you do anything that makes the news in this life, People are going to dig through your social media. Mm-hmm. And they dug through this young man's social media and they found, most notably from 2012, some shit, some unsavory shit he said about black women. Um, I feel like it's worth mentioning that this kid was also 60, was also 17 and 18 years old. Yeah. And there's, and, 17, 18 year year old people are wild. They don't even realize it. They don't even realize it because they think they not turn up the way they see on TV. But young people can be wild as a motherfucker in in their heyday. Absolutely. And they're only regurgitating things that were handed down to them. And so a lot of people have decided that this young man's death isn't worth our time. Uh, because of the of the negative things he said about black women, which, by the way, I am not a proponent of at all whatsoever. If you said some negative things about black women, you got to take an L and you got to stand on it. But this brother isn't alive to stand on nor be held accountable for that L. Right. We don't know what we don't know if his mind has changed in the course of 10 years. You know they try to. They've been trying this ten years ago. Tweet shit with Trevor Noah for about ten years now. And I, I just, I think that we have. I, I, again, I want to hold everybody accountable for the shit they say out of their mouth. But I also want the punishment to fit the crime. With all that said, I think what this really tells us is. Just stop saying stupid shit on the net. Stop saying anything that may be brought up against you later. You can actually stop saying dumb shit right now. That is one thing that you can do. You can. You can. I agree with that. I just. And it's unfair because people are never going to go back and look for the good shit you said or did. Right. They're going to wait for you to Zoe Kravitz yourself and then go back to, oh, yeah, I've been holding on to this one for a while. Have at thee. And. I think my thing is 
did anybody bother to ask the question? Did this did anything about this man's worldview change in ten years? Hmm. Um, was he introduced to new information? Was he surrounded by different people? Because I can tell you right now, I said so, I, I I said some fly offhand shit about women ten years ago. I said some off fly offhand shit about everybody ten years ago. That does not stand for my worldview today. Because I because in ten years, I have been introduced to new information. I have been introduced to new perspectives and different people mm-hmm. um, that actually have to live these experiences that I was being cavalier about. And once you have those perspectives and once you understand the things you're talking about with a little bit of maturity and with a little bit of grace and a little bit of compassion and understanding, you you approach those things differently. Yeah. And I'm just, I don't know because I don't know this young man from a can of paint. I feel like we have to ask the, it, it doesn't seem right to not ask whether or not someone's worldview has changed since they were 17 or 18. Yeah. That seems short-sighted to me. And again, if <clears throat> now if we look if we fast forward 10 years and this nigga's and this nigga's views on black women have not changed, so be it. I'll drop the whole conversation. But I can hold two different thoughts in my head that I don't want anybody talking bad about black women. But I also don't want to look on the news and see white people see white people shanking us with impunity. I I can feel that way, and the reason I can feel a way about that is because that means I have a target on my back too, and I doubt the white people looking to fuck me up give a damn what I had to say about black people one way or the other. Mm-hmm. If he, because he's a target, she's a target. We're target. Black women, because black women been on the, been on it too. Wouldn't you like to be a target too? Black women been out here. Um, what weren't we just reading about that? Where black women were going on Tinder dates with these white men? Yeah, coming up missing and coming up missing or dead. I think we have like, I think we have to. Thinking the mindset that any of us could catch it. Now, granted, I don't have any aspirations of going on a date with a white woman anytime soon. Um, but that doesn't mean I can't still get shanked, shanked up out here. Yeah, that doesn't. I like. I just want us to think in the regard of it could happen to any of us, and so we have to. We have to have that awareness. And we have to have that sound of mind where we have to we have to be able to point to the patterns for anybody. Yep. Even the niggas we don't even the niggas we don't necessarily fuck with the long way. Now there are some and 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 the and the reason we have to hold close to that gate to me is because white people will start coming through that gate. Julia Fox was getting her shit off about this, and Julia Fox got to shut her ass the fuck up. All the way. Julia Fox got to close her whole motherfucking mouth. No, we not having that. 
No, you don't get a seat at this table. We don't care how we don't care how good you you glucked and twisted Kanye's shit. I don't care. No, you don't. You know you don't get a turn with the with the talking stick, bitch. Go mm-hmm. away. I just you know I just I just always have to have the thought in my head that no matter what my worldview is ten years ago, mm-hmm. five years ago, five minutes ago, today. We are all on the chopping block, and we have to find better ways to communicate our issues with each other in times of high alert, which is pretty much all the time for us. All the damn time. Did I, did I miss anything, D. Randall? It... I mean, I think I think you hit it all on the head. I mean, the, the, the bottom line is there's a, there's a big difference between 17 and 27 in terms of maturity. And I'm also grateful that social media was not around when I was in high school because I probably would have said some wildishly immature shit. Right. That could come back to haunt, you know, today. I just, like I say, you do have to be held accountable for the shit you say, but I think we have to, I think we have to examine these things with with a little bit of context and a little bit of grace. People are always going to have receipts on you. Just remember that. Every time. Every time. I guarantee you, everybody that's, everybody that's going in on this man, I guarantee this shit from 10 years ago is not morally pure. Mm-hmm. But y'all ain't ready for that conversation. Mm-hmm. I know y'all not ready for that conversation. This is going to be a lot of shit burning down then, that yep. day. Um, Song of the week. This is a good time to go ahead and get the song of the week off. Um... I've been slow jamming it on y'all. It's been some slow weeks a little bit. Been slow jamming it on y'all kind of tough. Um, I mean, this isn't that much faster. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, it's a nice little dance joint you can wind, you can wind up to. Um, this is Ari Pinsmith featuring Jonah Christian with City Girl. Uh, pour yourself something. This is a smooth little bop, so get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a good show. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Stepping out of your jam in the tent. Even though this time I'm innocent. Silence is your favorite instrument. Y'all use it on me every chance you get. If you wanna leave, then go. If you wanna stay, then move on. No point in holding on. If it's better if we let things go. Ooh, city girl, you know you rock my world, and I rock your world. Ooh, city girl, no this ain't gonna work if you don't let go. Don't go around and make a sequel Hurt people, hurt new people I've seen it before Don't go around and make a sequel Hurt people, hurt new people Don't let my bad decisions go and make you switch sides 
That shit goes. So it was smooth. That was very smooth. That yeah, that's that that's that's what you want to hear in the in close to, when it gets close to the midnight in the dance hall. That's that's what you want. Um maximum sweaty winding for that one. Um we got a little distracted because apparently Cardi dropped like a snippet for a new video. Um uh, it's it's a it's a I mean a minute snippet. It's like five seconds. Yeah. Um I ain't gonna lie. If I hadn't if I hadn't seen the visuals, hardest five seconds I've heard from Cardi. Um seeing the visuals, hardest five seconds I've heard from Cardi. <laughs> like she heard that six nine was coming back. And said, fuck, and said, fuck that motherfucker. I can do 6ix9ine shit better than 6ix9ine. She's very loud. Very much so. Very much so. Even in the little behind-the-scenes shit. That is, that's why we like Cardi. That is what brought Cardi to the forefront. Just Cardi and a microphone, not giving a fuck, screaming, suck my dick. I'm fine with it. I don't know what these, what these people are complaining about. Um, this new version of outside, I, I don't know. <laughs> outside is definitely going to be like yesterday's price is definitely not going to be today's price. As far as outside goes. And I am not just talking about inflation. It's yeah. I, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm ready. If it's the purge, I'm ready. Not quite the purge, but batshit crazy nonetheless. Um, gotta start off with the R.I.P. Haven't done that in a while. Rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins. Oh yeah, of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Um, taken from us just I guess in the past twenty four hours. Yeah, it's like uh, Saturday, early Saturday. Something yeah, like that. 24 yeah. years old. Car crash. Yep. Damn shame. Damn shame, man. Um, talented brother. Uh, had a pretty consistent career in the NFL. 
Um, that's a that's a tough one to take. Um, never know. You just never know, man. You never know. You got to be on your shit and watching watching your left and your right at all times, man. You just never know how it's gonna happen. Um, so. Rest in power to him. Rest in power. Um, condolences to the family. Uh, can't imagine what you're going through right now. Um, new music. Mm-hmm. New music is here. Um, Sid dropped Broken Hearts Club. You said it was coming. Yeah, I told y'all it was coming. I warned y'all. I warned y'all I'd be talking about it. Um, I enjoyed this album. It was not as, I guess, it was smooth. It was a, I won't say it was better or worse. It was a different kind of smooth than the first album. The first album was definitely her trying some shit. And what we got was a very competent, jamming, very cohesive R&B album. It's very, very much summertime ready. This one is very summertime ready. Think, it's sexy, but it's outside. Yeah, I, I think we've we've entered a new genre, a new a genre of music, um, called new outside music, where you know it looks it sounds like they've been they've been charging up for like two years. Oh yeah, to to be the first out like we getting like early springtime releases. Yeah, of outside music. Um, and Sid definitely channeled that. Um. Her new joint that we actually played on the podcast, Cyber, mm-hmm. with uh, Lucky Day. Yep. That's a strong one. It's right there. Yep. Um, Fast Car was on here. Um, we almost played that one one episode. I forgot why we didn't play mm-hmm. it. But um, Fast Car, like between that and Cyber and a couple other joints, you can really hear the influences there. With the with the wild out guitar solos, I love that. I love when you just let the when you just let the guitar have it, dog. Um, very Prince to me. Um, and it's good, and, and I, I really enjoy that we have artists of this caliber and of this age bracket um, that are clearly influenced and were clearly raised on Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, good features, Smino, Lucky Day, a couple others. Um, very, very well balanced album. I really enjoyed this. This was definitely something on Friday night that I could, uh, pour myself a glass of whiskey and kick it to. Yeah. Um, you know, like today I opened up the windows and the house and started sweeping. Yeah. You know, and just let the breeze flow through the house. And there was, there was, uh, there was Sid. (laughs) <laughs> At an unnecessarily high volume. Yeah. <laughs> um uh speaking of outside music of new outside music, Alex Isley mm. and Jack Dine have dropped another one. Um I don't know if you call it an album or an EP, I call it a project. I just call it a project these days. Uh Marigold was very entertaining. It it Alex Isley is one of those artists where if it's not broken, she doesn't fix it. Mm-hmm. And the one time she has fixed it is getting with Jack Dine. At this point, there's no need for us to hear her collaborating production-wise with 
anyone else but Jack Dine. Jack Dine gets it. He gets her sound. And when I talk about outside with her, anytime an Alex Isley song comes on, I need to feel like I can hear the birds singing in the trees. <laughs> that I can hear the wind whistling a little melody and shit. Yeah. That the sun has one of those smiley faces like on Schoolhouse Rock and shit. That's Alex Isley to me. Yeah. But at the same time, Jack Dine has his his production has introduced an element to where that's it's not trite and it's not cornball. It's sexy. And we heard that with Good and Plenty, which is not on this which is not on this project. But we have had, we have we have praised and played a couple of times on this podcast. Mm-hmm. It introduces a grown and sexy aspect to it. Right. And that's what Marigold was for me. Um both both Alex and the Sid project um get it, it, it's like it's eights and nines across the board. Um and only eights and nines across the board, only because with Sid, I'm leaving room for her masterpiece. Her masterpiece or another internet album to come back. Because the internet, between her project, her solo projects and the two internet albums that really, that really jumped them to the next level. I feel like we're not going to sleep this time because the last internet album, people tried to sleep on it and then they looked up and half the shit that they were jamming was on this internet project that they slept on. Mm-hmm. Like everybody tried to act like it wasn't as hard as ego death because ego death came out in such a, in such a, 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 a bombastic way and had Tyler and had Tyler hardcore promoting it and all that shit. Yep. The second, the not the second album, cause that's not their second album, but the album after that was a little more low key. And it was them promoting it a lot and touring it on their own steam. Right. And you didn't see as much of Tyler. Because Tyler was working on what we now know um, to be his last two masterpieces. Um, And so people tried to dismiss it because it didn't have all the hype that Ego Death had. And then you look up and Hold On is one of the, is one of the most fire- slow jams that I have heard in the past five years. If you, if, if you were at a spot and it's a slow jam mood and your DJ is not, has not played hold on at some point, I need you to have a talk with them. Be the annoying person that requests good music. Yep. Uh, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Don't do that. Cause they don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, both very good very good albums. We were supposed to we were supposed to go over like the cuz 5 year foreigns shit came out uh this past week. We were supposed to listen to that and have some opinions about it. Uh, neither one of us did. I had no interest in it. I, I wasn't <laughs> going to waste any time with it. <laughs> I don't think either one of us gave a fuck. Um I'll probably I'll listen to it at some point, maybe. Um 
We have to talk about Chloe Bailey. We have that, to talk about Chloe Bailey. Young woman. <sighs> young woman. So she has regained rightful her rightful spot at the top of the thirst trap power rankings. Again. She's definitely putting in the effort for it. Quite so. I don't even know what this new song is called. Or what it sounds like, for that matter. I have some idea of what it sounds like. It slaps. I'll give it that. People tried, you know, people tried to shortchange her and act like Half Mercy wasn't as good as it was. Uh, that song slapped, and this song slaps. This song slaps harder, as a matter of fact. Um, so they cannot... They cannot find an excuse with the music. If you're going to find an excuse, you're going to have to find an excuse with the gratuitous, heavy amount of TNA, mainly A, featured in this in this video. Chloe doesn't give a fuck anymore. And it has put her firmly at the top of the Thirst Trap Power Rankings. There are some people that are pretty consistent and pretty steady on the on the thirst trap power rankings uh, as far as social media goes, but Chloe has overtaken all of them overnight again. Huh. And there's some when I talk about the thirst trap power rankings, there are some people of note. Don't get me wrong. Um, for example, Beyonce Giselle knows Carter wanted all of you to know. That you are all her sons and daughters. Had to say nothing. Not nothing. Nothing. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> I have not, I in my lifetime, especially as a Houstonian, I have never considered myself sexually attracted to Beyonce. Like I, I acknowledge that she is gorgeous, that she is beautiful, and that she is attractive. But one, because my heart was always kind of devoted to Kelly Rowland. Um, but also, it wasn't until she had, was she on, what, three kids now? Yeah, it, I think so. This post-pregnancy Beyonce? Mm. Why can't we get, why, can, why, why, don't, why don't those sex tapes ever release? Because they're with Jay-Z. That's true, too. Don't want to see that. Also true. Also true. Especially not the hair. It's the hair. I don't want to see that. It's it's awkward now. Like it's become part of his trademark that I I could live without seeing. Um so yeah. Beyonce's up there. She had to remind us what time it was. Um, and that, you know, y'all not just gonna run off into the distance without her. Mm-hmm. Um And we thank her for her service. Uh, we do. We do, definitely. Um, there was somebody else I wanted to mention that was on the Thirst Trap Power Rankings. And for once, it's not Jordan. Um, there are a few. I, I will say, and this, is another ev- this is more evidence that summer is upon us. That summer is on the way. The outside has returned. Um, Ashanti has been pretty consistent. Yep. Uh, Halle Berry. Halle Berry's been consistent. Um, oh, boy. SZA got new titties. SZA. SZA has been holding it down. Yeah. That's who it is. 
Yeah, folks been spending this two years getting ready for this moment. Like, they put the Tesla battery pack in and just said, I'm going to show y'all something in a minute. Exactly. Megan. Megan's always going to be. Megan's going to be top five for the life of her career, I suspect. Unless some, like, overly traumatic event happens with her. I suspect Megan's always going to be in the top five. Yeah. Very consistently. But she always, I, but you know what? I appreciate that she lets us know how what hard work it is. Because she's always complaining about hottie boot camp and all the training and all the all the shit she can't have. Mm. And she from and she from Houston, so we know so we know she knows what good food tastes like. Hottie boot camp. Yeah, she says that all the time. I got it. Oh, no, that yeah, that's that's when she exercises. I'm I'm thinking okay. No. I'm thinking something else. I'm thinking she opened up a boot camp. No, no. Specifically for scantily clad women to work out. <laughs> no, she's just talking about herself. <laughs> she's, yes, she's just talking about herself. Got just over, like overly optimistic. Like when I used to talk about Killmonger boot camp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um Killmonger boot camp we'll have to open back up. Uh I've been bugging. But um so yeah. Uh the the thirst trap power rankings Everything from number two down is anybody is really anybody's uh anybody's game. But Chloe Bailey definitely has that number one headband. Mm-hmm. Uh so shout out to her. Um and we we thank you for your devotion and consistency <laughs> um and dedication to excellence in um pretty much in everything you did in that video. Um, Black Lives Matter founders are getting lambasted in the comment section again. So allegedly, allegedly Black Lives Matter founders, including Patrice Cullors, um, used $6 million in Black Lives Matter money to buy a mansion somewhere on the west side. Somewhere on the West Coast. You don't need a mansion to run your your uh, your civil justice. No, uh, no situation. Okay. Do not you do not need that. Just speaking for yourself, obviously. And people, some of us need a mansion to do our thing. And people are not happy about it. Let me let me tell you. Okay, I'm just going to be upfront and honest here. It's, I hope it's not true, but. At some point, we have to consider the idea that everybody can't be wrong. Everybody definitely can't be right. And at some point, when it's bullshit, people usually switch up the bullshit and try to get you from another angle. Mm -hmm. They don't usually keep going for years telling the same lie. And it's too many unrelated people telling the same lie, if it's a lie, for us to not at least take a moment and go, well, maybe. Because this is the, this is, I can, this, in, in recent memory, this is like the third time this has come up or similar to it. Now, we reacted differently when it was Sean King. 
because Sean King got a lot of receipts. Surprise, he didn't pop up. Or oh, 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 he will. It's coming. Sean, Sean King will have something to say, followed by something to sell. DeRay's just going to shut his ass up. DeRay's going to shut his ass up and wait for a and wait for a big time interviewer that he probably doesn't deserve. Um he's so he's waiting for more visual attention. Sean King is waiting for a sales opportunity. Both of whom are waiting to get flamed on the internet. Correct. Either way you look at it. Always correct. And at some point we have to start really asking the hard questions of well, what if? DeRay actually washed that vest every once in a while. <laughs> and What I, if Sean King was not actually a white dude? <laughs> Pretending to be black. Is that still a mystery? Are we still I don't know. Either way I'm 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 sick of him. Correct. Um I just and you know, and so I I, re, I saw another interview with a former Black Lives Matter person, you always got to find some former person mm-hmm. uh, with the hopes that they'll have some shit to talk. But honestly, she was she was very honest, and she was like, "Man, I can't tell you for certain what's true and what's not. I haven't been with that organization for some time, but I can say this: that if it's not true, it's very distracting to the work. If it's not true, it's distracting to the work. It's exactly what they want, and." Um, I'm not even with the organization anymore, and it's distracting to me because people who come at me about this shit. Um, and if that is the case, sorry, but when y'all have the biggest microphones in the room, and we hear, but we're going to look at you a second. We're going to look at you a certain way. This is the same reason a lot of young black people have divested from the church. Because they don't know or like where their money's going. And if we feel that way about an institution as hardwired into black culture as the church, we definitely are going to take a second look at you. I don't know. That's Did I miss anything, D. Randall? No, I just, like, first of all, don't be surprised. And second of all, don't be surprised. Like, right. Keep watching these folks, and although there are many people, you know, don't don't let the the works, the good works of the many, outshine the uh, the fuckery of the few. Correct. Correct. Um, how very Mister Spock of you. Thank you. All right. Um, gotta talk about the Grammys. Oh, did you watch? Uh, absolutely not. I did not. Um, but there were enough black ass, there were enough black ass winners that we have to talk about it. Um, and I, I don't just mean scissors titties because scissors titties were definitely there. Um, I saw a couple of clips. I, I saw, um, I saw soul Sonic nigging out. Uh, Anderson <laughs> Pac definitely did his best. Ike Turner, these uh, niggas, <laughs> these niggas are either in character or high or both. I think they really think they're trapped in the seventies, yeah, and just running this shit. Like, <laughs> also they are short as shit. Yeah, man. 
Like seeing them standing next to normal humans. <laughs> almost embarrassed. Um, let's let's see. Uh, Doja. Okay, Doja. Oh, Doja Cat says a one for "Kiss Me More." Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, John Baptiste. Yeah, album of the year. Album of the year to which everyone responded. Who? <laughs> um, <clears throat> rap album. Call me if you get lost. Mm. Title of the creator, as it should be. Deservedly. Deservedly. Um. Oh well, the Kanye stands were pissed, but fuck them and <laughs> fuck them. Uh, leave the door open. Of course, like you said, uh, they had no choice but to show their ass. They that was a, as, to quote Anderson Pac. That was a clean sweep. That's what he said. It's four out of four. That's what he said. And then Bruno Mars tried to light a cigarette on stage. <laughs> oh, y'all are, y'all had extra nig in your drinks. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Anderson Pack has just gotten a sample of what Bruno Mars has been on or drinking for the past like five years. Would you like bourbon or whiskey in your old fashioned, Mister Pac? <laughs> yeah, let me get some old nig in there. No, they would. You, no, yes, I, Lord. I will have cocaine in my old fashioned. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the finest of your cocaine. Definitely Bruno Mars in. Um, let's see. Olivia Rodrigo wants some chest. Still don't know who this broad is. Um. I, all she just all all I know is she's some chick in a car crying about uh, crying about a dude. That's I, that's about it. Uh, I feel like that's become a that's be, that's become a resurrected like, like genre of sounds like Derek Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I I don't know who this person is. Um, you already know I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Kanye did win a couple. Yeah. Jail, I guess. Mm. Jail and uh, Hurricane with the Weekend, which was the one song uh, I actually enjoyed on Donda. Uh, what little, what little of Donda I listened to. Um, I did not know Marilyn Manson was in was was on the Jail song. That should not be aging well. The reason that should not be aging well <clears throat> is because there is an entire HBO series on right now about how Evan Rachel Wood yeah. was trapped in a relationship, was trapped in like an abusive, strange relationship with Marilyn Manson. And the little bit that I saw, we need to be calling SWAT. On Marilyn Manson. They need to be storming his fucking house right now. And Kanye just casually recording with this motherfucker. None of this should surprise you. True. None of it. True. Uh oh, Quest Love, Summer of Soul. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we definitely oh, we definitely gotta hit him with one. Um Quest Love with Summer of Soul. Much deserved. <laughs> 
predict in Quest Love's in, in in the span of Quest Love's career, he will be the unexpected person to fuck around and get an EGOT. I, I wouldn't even say it's unexpected. I, at, at this point, he's. I'm surprised that it's taken him this long, because he. I mean, he's well connected enough in those circles that yeah. it, it very all he has to do is one thing with Lin Manuel Miranda, and he's he's good. And to he's go. in there, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, because I want to say he's def- he has a Grammy, definitely got that, got an Oscar. Does he have an Emmy for Jimmy Fallon? Maybe I no, don't know. No, not yet. But yeah, all he got to do it's is coming. He just needs to call up Lin Manuel Miranda, <laughs> it, right? Get some shit popping. Yeah, I agree. Um, wait, carry on new reflections. Is this Don Cheadle? Did Don Cheadle win a Grammy? Let me get, let me get hey, a hey. closer look at this. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, I think this hey, is, oh, I think he, I, I, for the, the, um, uh, audio book, I believe for John Lewis's book. No, no, no. Hey, all right. Well, I'll take it. Whatever. Uh, that's cool. Um, Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan knocked off, I think, two or three. Mm. Um, I'm very happy about that. Jasmine Sullivan is finally getting her due. And we haven't seen Jasmine Sullivan in the spotlight in that regard probably since the first album. And... I am always happy to see Jasmine Sullivan getting her due. Um, Hotels was an amazing project um, that I actually had to go back and like, I think I underestimated Hotels and had to go back and listen to it. Uh, The Deluxe is good. Um, Got some, got some amazing joints on there. I think that's the one they added best pussy in the world. Um, I'm very happy for her. I'm happy for her and she looks happy. That was the other thing, and and everybody forgot that was one of the big reasons she took time away. She looks happy. Yeah. I don't know if she is. I don't know if she is or is not, but she looks a damn sight better uh, than she did during the first the 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 next time around when she tried to when when she came back. Um. So I'm very happy for her. I'm. And I'm happy because I want people to stop having the argument of, well, Jasmine Sullivan don't never win shit. And this artist, this artist won so-and-so. And I know they mad at, Do- so I know they mad at Doja Cat. Be mad. Stay mad. Stay mad. Uh, she look good. Anyway, um, let's see. Anybody else I give a fuck about on here? Uh, country, rock. Dance, electric. No, 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 no. I don't give a fuck. Moving on. Joni Mitchell. Person of the year? Is Joni Mitchell? What does person of the year mean? That's what I'm curious about. They they add these little oddballs in now. Like with the Oscars, they tried that shit where they they did the little cheer-worthy moment or something in movies, but then they made it when, like, the Flash called on the Speed Force in the Snyder Cut. Yeah, it, uh, once, yeah, it wasn't fucking uh, Avengers Assemble. I was like, all right, fuck out of here. I'm good. Nobody was screaming, Barry, no. Everybody and their mama lost their shit when they heard, on your left. 
I'll take on your left over Rosebud, nigga. <laughs> oh my god! And I know Craig Lindsay just turned over in his just turned over in his fucking grave. Craig Lindsay's not dead, but if he if he was, he'd be turning over in his grave listening to me take on your left over Rosebud, um, or even you know whatever they say in The Godfather. Um, congratulations to all y'all. All y'all black ass people out here winning Grammys, even though we do not need the Grammys for rec- for uh, recognition. Um, it's nice. It's nice to have that shit in your house. Mm. I bet it's nice to have that shit in your house. I'm sure it is. Um, Good for marketing reasons. Correct. Um, as far as other prestigious awards awards go, the Academy has banned Will Smith. From all their events for 10 years. I say fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck. Fuck the Oscars. Fuck the Academy. Fuck the Academy. My issue is that people get so hype about Oscars so white. Oscars so white. Um, We don't need to be looking to these. uh, To these white venues to validate us. But as soon as Will Smith does a thing. Oh man, he did. Oh man, he did this on the biggest night of any of of anybody's life. He did this at the Oscars. Now the Oscars are so sacred. Keep the same energy. Let's all just let's all just to gradually just as a community go fuck the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Let Will get out here without the Academy and do his own shit. Because now there's all if you see this where all these. Fucking rumors are going around. Oh, well, they've canceled this movie. They canceled that movie. But then look at the movies they keep bringing up. They canceled The Karate Kid. Like all, this shit, all this shit was either halted or canceled prior to all this happening. Or no one gave a fuck to begin with. Nobody was sitting around crying because Will ain't going to be in Hancock 2. Or Bad Boys 5 or whatever we're on now. I was, I, you know, I went back and looked. I, I went back and looked at those movies, at, at, at those first two. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing overshadowing Bad Boys One. Bad Boys, you Agreed. know, Bad Boys for Life had a good year. Had, they had a good time with that soundtrack. Was all right. Nothing is outdoing Bad Boys One. Agreed. And I mean that down to the soundtrack. I'm not gonna start. I'm not gonna start playing my joint off the soundtrack, but um, I, we can start doing that on Patreon. But fam, the hype behind that, people don't realize how big that was. That Michael Bay made Will Smith and Martin Lawrence action heroes, and that kind of became his stock and trade is making unlikely people action heroes. Ben yeah. Affleck was not an action hero before Armageddon, and, and flipping cars quite often. Also flipping cars and doing the the that that full little pan mm-hmm. turn. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Um, he, like he made Nicolas Cage an action hero for better or worse. Yeah. You know, people. But yeah, Bad Boys was kind of incredible in that regard because it was starring a whole lot of people who have no business in an action movie. Yes. A lot of people. 
The only person that remotely has a business in an action movie is the dude that played Cypher on The Matrix. And he was just going to be the angry captain. You know, like, look at that. Look at that cast list. Taylor Leone. A whining white girl. <laughs> what do you do in an action movie? I know I'm getting a little off track. You know, what do you, an action movie with two funny niggas, one smooth, one goofy, you give them a complaining vegetarian white woman to drag around for two hours and keep from getting shot. Like, we really don't think about how black that was. I love going back and looking at these things and being able to say the things that we want as far as representation goes, mm-hmm. they we've gotten, and we didn't appreciate them when we had them. That's amazing. Uh, they had a Karen for a sidekick. There, even even the part when they're in the when they're in the fucking corner store and she can't buy none of the shampoo because it's all animal tested or whatever. Martin's like, I don't give a fuck if you go bald, buy something, bitch. <laughs> you know, I, I. But again, that's just me and my technical shit. Yeah. Um. Fuck, the, we're not canceling Will Smith, y'all. Yeah, yeah. We're not. No, y'all not canceling Will Slap. No, and all this shit that's, that they say is happening to him is very limited, mm-hmm. and it's a, there's a time limit on it. I give this a year or two at best. Summer. Really? Well, uh, to me, it really depends on the next thing that comes out of their mouths. Okay. I think if the Smiths, if the Smiths just find a way to move on and do other shit mm-hmm. other than give us even more information about their private lives. I, I, I think we'll be fine. If they like, if they do business as usual. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep, just keep it, just keep it moving. Cause one thing that I could say is that a lot of, a lot of all the vitriol that they receive, you know, it's, it's unwarranted, but at the same time, I have trouble feeling pity for them because they put every fucking thing about their lives out there. Like I, I just stop. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's coming from from two people, probably you more than me, that remember a time before social media. Yeah, when you didn't know anything about anybody, unless it was a rumor or something. Um, I I get where you're coming from. Um, yeah, I repeat, and I'm gonna say it. Y'all are not canceling. Willard Carroll Smith. You're not. You're not. It, it, that's not. That is one. Like, I really, I, yesterday I was really sitting there thinking, and even while I was watching Bad Boys, about what kind of entity mm. Will Smith, even, when, even in the movies we don't really like, has been in Hollywood. We have our, like, you know, like white people have their action heroes, their mm-hmm. general all-around action heroes, their sliced alones and all that shit. Whatever that is to them, Will Smith is not just to us, to everybody. Mm-hmm. You're not. You can't cancel that like you can cancel somebody. Like you can cancel Daniel Caesar. I refuse. And even if you could, 
We as a community are not doing that. I don't give a fuck about you coon ass niggas that uh that that persist in being like, uh, well, um, well, you shouldn't be doing violence against other people, and you shouldn't be. You first of all, if I look if I, if I look in your permanent record, you have a couple slaps on your file. I guarantee you. <laughs> Uh, and if you don't, I suspect you're one of these niggas in your lifetime that has never been slapped that needs to be desperately. Uh, let me also say that we live in a time of, the, I said this before, and I mean it, we live in a time of the internet where a lot of y'all have gotten comfortable not getting slapped and not being held accountable because of the semi-anonymity of the internet mm. has shielded you. I am here to I let me tell you, I am here to tell you. The break's over. Hmm. Uh-oh. The break is over. Uh accountability has returned. Do you hear me, Kevin Samuels? You are about to start outside is about to be open, and you cannot stay in your boyfriend's bedroom forever. You gonna have to put some. You gonna have to put some shorts on at some point, above the knee where you're concerned. You gonna have to come outside, and you you are going to be held to account for the things you said. <sighs> now, bear in mind, I am not saying violence, but. but. It's a lot harder to say the shit you say to people's face. Especially when you appear to be all of uh, five, nine, 90 pounds soaking wet, uh, dressed like a dressed like Squidward on the cover of GQ magazine. All I'm saying is outside is open. And that's not a good thing for all of y'all. A lot of y'all been spending the past two years talking cash shit. It's going to hurt. That first one's going to hurt. But only for a little bit. I'm just saying. Isn't that such a good addition? Don't, isn't that so good? Dude, I'm... <laughs> it's addicting. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, so yeah, y'all ain't canceling Will Smith. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Um we we will see Mike Lowry return. Uh also before we go to break, I wanted to shout out uh the the ladies of the real. Uh my least favorite daytime show. <laughs> wow. Um I look, my mom and my sister, and I know pe- I know plenty of people that like it. Um the show's being canceled after eight seasons. I don't care how much you like or dislike a show. Eight seasons is a good run. Eight seasons by something as black run as the real is a good run. Cause they've, cause they've had mostly creative control over that. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they had to wrestle it from annoying ass Tamar Braxton, um, and you know, they have stayed consistently giving their audience what they want. For eight seasons, that is not that is not something that can be dismissed out of hand. Um, and if we're gonna kiss Wendy Williams' ass 
uh, for all the years that she's been talking shit and making people's lives a living hell, uh, we can we can talk about the opposite, the very docile shows that do none of that. Um, shout out to them, and, I, and honestly, I think they're all just kind of growing apart and growing, growing in whatever lane they're in. Um, and there's a lot of lanes to be in now, and there's a lot of money out there to be had. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Lonnie Love was back on was was, was got back to doing comedy. I wouldn't be surprised if uh oh yeah, that's right in the pretty sure Jeannie My Jenkins, I heard maybe she's gonna be a real housewife soon. Um I am not I swear to God, if they go if if they if they put her on Atlanta, I'm not watching that shit anymore. I swear to God. They've already gotten rid of fine ass Portia. There's no other reason for me to be watching that show. And All Portia right. gonna have her own shit. Um where she's just always um in a two-piece bathing suit uh, sitting in that African dude's lap. So, um, no, I'm not watching The Real Adventures of Jeannie My Jenkins. I'm not doing it. Um, But salute to them. I know they're all going their separate ways. Good for them. Uh, That's a good good place to go ahead and take a break. Uh, We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. Y'all know what it is. You're watching. You're listening to Sober Conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Mm-hmm. Pour up. Uh, that was about to be the wrong sound effect <laughs> altogether. It was all right with the nazas. God damn it! Bink. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And we are 100% sober, actually. This is us sober. Good. <laughs> Sobriety's good. I got a trip to take in about a month, so I'm trying to trying to clean up as much as I can. Ah, ah I see. I'm saying. Trying to get out in these streets. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting back on the path, man. Uh, it, it's weird getting back to working out when you go from working out being part of your kind of re- almost religion to just falling asleep, just falling asleep at nine o'clock after after nine to five Monday through Friday. Um, That's so, what work does to you, yeah, <laughs> bro. I'm so man. I'm telling you, I'm counting the days uh, until this bullshit is over. Um. Don't worry, I'm working on it. Um, huh, it is time for white people must be stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. It's time. <laughs> you know, just to start off, those so that so that white girl, uh, that's st- the the guy that got stabbed. Mm-hmm. His white girlfriend had not that the not the book is out on her. They have been running her the fuck off. They have been getting her the fuck out of Dodge. I saw a video last night where uh they spotted her somewhere. They spotted her somewhere. I don't know why white people think just a just a regular old baseball cap is just complete camouflage from the world. <laughs> but this bitch tried to put on a little camouflage uh baseball cap. 
and walk off. Doesn't work. Doesn't work, sweetie. When you're wearing the finest uh, sheen and rainbow designs, uh, we still know it's you, dummy. And they were like, "Yeah, you need to go. You should go." They, they started feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, you should go because you murdered your boyfriend mm. and screamed it out in front of everybody. Everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, they running how the fuck off. I like it. I like it. I mean. It's, and I'm not, and not just because it's my belief that white women are the ruination of mankind, but because fuck her, I, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> what else can you say? I, I, I uh, yeah, I'm searching. I'm searching for lies. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> none are found. No lies detected. Um. Uh, who else is? Who, what other white people are fucking up? Ezra Miller, The Flash. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! So, uh, I didn't. Okay, uh, maybe I need to go back and watch the movie. I didn't know he was in. We need to talk about Kevin. I've never watched the movie. I've only. I think that was a book. Maybe I read. Um, but yeah, I, maybe I should go back and watch that. Anyway, um. They've been keeping it quiet, but Esme Miller recently got arrested mm. for some public outburst or something. Mm. Um, my God, he was born in 1992, dog. If that ain't the most I feel old shit of all time, my goodness, man. So, uh, yeah, he was wilding. He was he was out somewhere wilding um, after some public outburst and got arrested, I believe. And now Warner Brothers and DC have had to have like an emergency meeting about the future of the Flash in the as a as a like in their franchise. I don't know how bad you can fuck up that they have to have an emergency meeting about the future of you, basically. You know, and all the Justice League motherfuckers seem to be fucking up. Like DC, DC is is it's it's it continues to struggle. It Con- does, man. Continues to struggle. Like, I mean, I won't say Marvel doesn't have these problems, but not on this scale. Like, they can live without Shuri. Looks like they looks like they might have to sooner than later. We'll see. They they finished. They supposedly finished um, principal photography. So oh no shit. So she probably made it. Okay, okay. Just by the skin of her damn teeth. All right. Um. But my thing is, honestly, we should have had him the fuck out of here. Remember when the movie first came, when when Justice League was first about to come out, and. Twitter had a little fun with this, and it went under the radar. Basically, he did a he did a short film that he, like he directed a short film about Darren Wilson's side of the story. Darren Wilson, for those of you that don't remember, because there have been so many murders of black people, was the was the the cop that murdered Mike Brown. It was Mike Brown, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
it was the cop that murdered Mike Brown in in cold blood on the street uh, because allegedly he, I don't know, tried to do the rock bottom on him or whatever bullshit he made up. Um, and he tried to do a short film with a fictional Darren Wilson where Darren Wilson allegedly sits down for an interview and tells his side of the story in order to play devil's advocate. This was not very long after Mike Brown's murder. And unsurprisingly, Twitter got together and decided, fuck Ezra Miller, and we don't need, and this devil don't need an advocate. By the way, can we stop doing devil's advocate? If you're going to, look, if you want to argue the other side, just for the sake of, say that, but the devil don't need an advocate. The devil don't need an advocate. We don't need unpopular opinions. Just stop. Stop giving us the caveat before you before you give us some shit that you know is bullshit. Just saying. Just my little rant. I'm sorry. But, yeah, I, the Justice League is not having a good time. And if they if they revisit this, they're going because you know uh, what's her name was fucking up too, uh, Gal Gadot. Oh yeah, she yeah she'd been fucking up for a while though. Remember remember that shit where she said uh, where that where that that lady wrote a wrote an article saying how like she used to be roommates with Gal Gadot, <clears throat> and some one of Gal Gadot's friends tried to rape her, and she didn't say shit. And tried to and tried to force her to apologize to the dude. You know, I just work here. <laughs> I, That's all I can say. I just work here. The Justice League is not working out well. And now Ben is uh you know, Ben and J Lo are getting married again. <sighs> yeah, I saw that. Good for him. Good for yeah. him. Good good. For white guys continuing to fail upwards, he will never put a he will never put a cape on again. He won't. He won't. He I I he's that pussy whipped. I guarantee you. Wow. Not that I blame him. If Jennifer Lopez, if Jennifer Lynn Lopez told me never to put a cape on again, and I had been doing Batman for however many years, I'd never be Batman again. I'd burn all Batman memorabilia in my home. Nah, probably not. I was going to say, he, he may <laughs> probably, need it someday. Probably not. It's probably going to be worth something silly. Um, Yeah, Ezra Miller out here fucking up. And, and and I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see him anymore. Oh, I see here he's going to be in Fantastic Beasts. Good for him. Well, that's already out. So The Dumbledore one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think, or about to be out. Oh, okay. I haven't watched any of those. Ariel was so mad. She was mad. She was like, you're supposed to be a fellow Potterhead. How the fuck have you not watched the Fantastic? Easily. Easily. The Harry Potter shit gave me everything I needed. That's it. I don't need the wizarding world. and Maybe because I'm so stuck on the books. Fantastic Beasts is a pamphlet. Literally. Like, Fantastic Beasts is not a huge book. So I'm always like, what the, what the fuck story could they get out of all that? Um, yeah, so good for, good for 
him. Good for Jude Law. I might, oh, Jessica Williams is in this. I might watch it. Maybe. Um, there was somebody else who was fucking up. And I was looking for this is actually a submission from Terry Crawford. Uh, so thanks for that. Uh, she sent us this Twitter link. This is a guy I, from my bookstore days. I vaguely remember this guy, J.D. Vance. He wrote a book called Hillbilly Elegy. Um, I'll let you <laughs> decide what that's about. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I am going to go ahead and just play this ad for you. He's running for something. Okay. It almost doesn't matter what the fuck he's what the fuck he's running for. Let's just let's just jump in. See if I can get this going. Are you a racist? Do you hate Mexicans? The media calls us racist for wanting to build Trump's wall. They censor us, but it doesn't change the truth. Joe Biden's open border is killing Ohioans, with more illegal drugs and more Democrat voters pouring into this country. This issue is personal. I nearly lost my mother to the poison coming across our border. No child should grow up an orphan. I'm J.D. Vance, and I approve this message because whatever they call us, we will put America first. Are you? What the fuck? Fam. Coincidentally, that came across as very racist. <laughs> they, fam, he said my mother almost died because of the poison coming across our borders. And then right after he started talking about Mexican immigrants. In what world is that not racist? I'm not racist. I'm just concerned about my job in Ohio. You, you know one thing that really makes white people sound racist? Trying to explain why they're not racist. Facts. I, it's the number one thing. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen very few examples where that approach has actually worked. Look, just because I said something horrible... About another about another race of people does not make me racist. Hear me out. That was what I liked about this ad. He was like, he was like, look, are you racist? Do you hate Mexicans? No. Well, hear me out. Is <laughs> have is, I got a campaign for you? Is that the one word test for racist? Do you <laughs> hate Mexicans? No, oh, you're good. Wait, you said yes. Ah, oh, you're good. Let me give you my hard sell. Stay with me, guys. Um, what would I expect from the guy who wrote a book called Hillbilly Elegy? Honestly, like, I don't. Ohio. Fam. I need, you know what? I need Scott Woods for this. I, Scott Woods is my, is my go-to thinker out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, he very frequently writes for Columbus Alive, I believe. Um, one of my premier culture critic favorite thinkers of all time. I need Scott Wood's take on this. The guy brought up Ohio and how somehow come, people coming across the Texas border are ruining life for Ohioans. Uh -huh. I need his take. I need his take desperately. 
I wish I had his number. I'd call him right now. <laughs> I just, I don't understand the butterfly effect from like Texas and like South, Southern Texas. Like, what? The border? The butterfly effect going up to Ohio? I don't, they have to explain that one to me. Um, What is wrong with these white people, man? How much time do you have? <laughs> send your racist stories. Send your real-life racist encounters. Long your listener letters, questions for myself, D. Randall, or anybody you hear on this podcast. Please send those to opinionswildblack at gmail.com or please uh, please visit opinionswildblack.com uh, where you can find ways to listen to us, uh, more information about the Least Sober Team in podcasting, upcoming events, and most importantly, ways to buy merch. I said ways to buy merch. We will be back with your listener letters as well as uh, the top three STFUs. You are listening to Houston's Most Savage Podcast. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And we are keeping it clean, keeping it clean. Yeah. Well, uh, not verbally, but uh, we're not drinking never right the, now. Yeah, never, never keeping it clean. So. No, fuck that. Um, now, when I, now, when I get this new job, <sighs> listen, it might be an opinion as wild black meet and greet just for that. Damn. <laughs> I can't tell you how happy I'm about to be. All right. Time for listener letters. Listener letters. I got, we got to come on. I'm going to figure out like a jingle or like a sound bite or something uh, for that. Um, from Tales to Enrage, uh-huh. he wants to know, what is the 80s, 90s anime that you love but really can't defend? Uh, this is a horrible question for me because all of them, I was a sucker for all of them, each and every one, no matter how good or bad, man, I was a sucker for all of them. Eighties and nineties, the bots master probably. I I wonder if bots master was American or, or it was hard to tell back then. Boss master was really bad. I, I got to go with the one that, that led me into the descent to hell to begin with. And that was legend of the Overfiend. I, I can't. Legend of the Overfiend. Yeah, you're not you're not familiar with that. I one? am not familiar with Legend of the Overfiend. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Let me. It was um, Google this shit. It was. Uh, let's say that you know I was I was I was kind of into anime for you know for for a bit or you know at least I thought I was you know the Ninja Scrolls of the world and the, oh sure the Akira's of the world. Uh, Legend of the Overfiend was the one that um, brought me into new and dangerous terrain when it when it came to anime, and um, it, it's one of those things that I, I definitely cannot defend publicly. Um, 
I believe it. Oh, this looks bad. I believe it qualifies as something that you might refer to as hentai. Oh yeah. Am I uh, am I saying that correctly? It's borderline. It's borderline. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of demons with titties for no reason and shit. Yeah, a lot of. Yeah, um, I see what you're doing. I see what you got going on here. A lot of adult themes. IMDb considers this six point three out of ten. Yeah, it was. Um, that looks about right. Legend of the Overfiend. Yeah, um, I probably wasn't doing that much better. I was fucking with shit like Project Echo. It's very depraved. Let's just say that. It looks I, like it. I was watching it at, um, I forgot the name of the hip-hop spot at the time, but, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, you listen to hip-hop, hip-hop, and somebody's playing anime on the wall behind you. Yeah, basically. And all of a sudden you see something that looks like tentacle penetration, and you're like, oh, what is that? And one dude was like, hey, man, that's Legend of the Overfiend, man. You know, he was hopped up on psilocybin or some shit. <laughs> And we all just stood there in awe looking at this display of depravity and could not look away. You know, there's some shit that I I guess I would defend, but I really can't defend. Um, Project Echo was probably one of those. Like, you you know those anime that aren't necessarily like, they're not necessarily graphic, per se or they're not necessarily adult per se but they always have an excuse to get a shot up some up some girl's panties yes that was project echo and project echo didn't even mean to be graphic in that nature like but there was always just a, a some shot up one of these girls dresses and it was basically about a girl named echo who for whatever reason was the strongest chick in her school and maybe anywhere. Like she was like He-Man strong and her best friend Biko was a little blonde girl who got into trouble all the time. And her rival was a girl named Seiko who was rich Mm. and wanted to be Biko's best friend too. And they just kept fighting over this shit. And Aiko would be super strong, and Biko would have enough money to buy drones and giant robots. And by the end of the, and by the end of the movie, Aiko is usually half naked, probably whole naked in Japan. But they they draw over it really badly mm. for the American version. Yeah, um, that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. I probably still have it on on DVD somewhere. Uh, that shit was batshit. Um, the other one I probably can't defend. Oh man, my anime nerds are about to lose their shit right now. It's called Tenchi Muyo. Tenchi Muyo actually came on Toonami for a little bit. The issue with Tenchi Muyo is that when you look back, it really is about some uh, about some unassuming geeky dude uh, who practices martial arts, who lives with a bunch of a bunch of women mostly alien women who all want to fuck him of all ages, by the way, who all want to fuck him on some level or another. Oh, and he might have like magic powers that have been handed down to him from generation to generation or some shit. I don't know. Uh, I never quite got that far with it, 
Um, and of course, I cannot. Def- there's no defending Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon was the craziest shit in anime that people will love to this day. But when you look at the meat and potatoes of the mechanics of the story, no one can defend. Because Sailor Moon was definitely in like high school. And Tuxedo Mask, her boyfriend, was uh-huh. definitely in college. And they were definitely fucking. It was the weirdest shit. They all just had a thing for like high school, for like college boys. And high school boys were all depicted as losers. And they were always all in love with grown men, with grown men clearly in college or out of college. And I can see I can see why you know, everybody in anime in, in anime culture makes the joke that Tuxedo Mask would show up at the last minute and not do shit to protect the Sailor Scouts. Mm-hmm. He was trying to beat that case. He couldn't stick around long. I'm telling you, they tried. They they'd have, they'd have the killing blow on Sailor Moon, and then Tuxedo Mask throw that rose and block it, and say, "You can do it, Sailor Moon." But where are you going, Tuxedo Mask? And just leave, because he couldn't be seen more than like thirty seconds. He was just passing through. He was trying not to catch that statutory case. All my anime friends are gonna be so pissed with me. <laughs> They're gonna be pissed. I they were like, I need you to not be trying to get. Uh, Sailor Moon a fucking involved in a fucking case. Um, I can't defend any of them, honestly. They were all, they all, because in the 80s and 90s, they all had sexual overtones. Weird sexual overtones, too. All I can say is... Even Naruto. Oh, y'all about to be mad. Uh-oh. Naruto, bro. Kakashi read porn. I mean, it wasn't, like I said, we, we've had this talk before. It wasn't necessarily, like, outwardly depicted as porn. But it was written by a perv. A lot of that shit was. <laughs> Most certainly. I'm just saying, a lot, a lot of had weird overtones that I guess are not, I guess are more commonplace in Japanese culture. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I've never really delved into that aspect of Japanese culture, so I, I don't want to get too far into questioning and wondering what the fuck that's about. Um, uh, next question, uh, Joe the Stampede. What new things have popped up on your radar lately that have you really excited? Oh, that's, a, that's okay. Um, it's a wide-ranging question. Um, I just... I just started Halo. The series, the TV? series. Yeah. Oh, I need to. I need to start that. I, f- I keep forgetting this out. I watched the first two episodes this morning. Okay. Very interesting. All right. Very interesting. Bokeem Woodbine is in this show. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about that. Anytime the name Bokeem Woodbine comes up, it's still that thing that amazes me to this day. It used to be synonymous with shit. <laughs> and now it's synonymous with interesting Emmy award winning Bokeem Woodbine <laughs> Emmy award winning Bokeem Woodbine who is also in the Marvel universe he was the shocker 
Oh, that's right. That's right. I, I forgot we're considering that. Yeah. He was the shocker after the shocker. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. He definitely beat Spider-Man up for a minute. Uh, new stuff. Uh, I don't know if this counts. I just finished watching the first season of Severance on Apple TV+. Plus. I'm hearing about that. It is. It has a very interesting premise to it. Um, it's a little slow boogie in the beginning, but it ramps up and it, and there's a, so far there's a, there's a pretty good payoff. I, I compare the pacing of it and, and someone else mentioned this, so I'm actually stealing this from them, but I, I would compare the pacing of it to like the first season of Westworld ah. where you're trying to figure out what's going on and it keeps getting weirder and weirder. And finally it starts to open up a bit and you're like, this is a very interesting concept. Okay, okay. Um, so that one, that's probably been my favorite new show of the year. Um, but Better Call Saul, the final season, is coming up uh, sometime this month. You know, I've never watched a single episode of Better Call Saul. I loved Breaking Bad. We will not record another episode of this podcast until you watch Better Call Saul. <laughs> Damn it! But I'm but you know what? I'm weird like that. I'm weird like that because I'm one of those people where something comes out in that in a in in a in one of those universes like too long after the original thing. Mm-hmm. I won't watch it. I'm, I have that's why like Ariel was pissed, but I'm I haven't watched Fantastic Beasts well, because I heard that's not good. Because, like, it, too long after the original thing, and I've heard that Better, Better Call Saul is wonderful, might be better than Breaking Bad. I said that, yes. And, but for me, by that time, I feel like I've gotten everything I need out of the original experience. That's why I haven't watched Mayans. It's not, does it, are they re relaunching Mayans? Because it. Because I, I keep seeing advertisements for a series premiere, and I'm like, Did no, y'all? it's like season. They're on like season three, right? But but they don't say season premiere; they're saying series premiere, which confuses me. But they do that a lot, though. Either way it goes, the first I watched the first few episodes whenever they originally released Mayans, and I just was not invested. I, yeah, I didn't have you know what, and I didn't have the same hype for it the way I did about Sons of Anarchy. And my thing is. They they that was a late in the game decision to do Mayans because originally Kurt Sutter really wanted to do a prequel where it was John Teller and the first nine from Sons of Anarchy. I might get into that. Now I would watch that. Oh, there were a bunch of there were a bunch of rumors about that. At one point they had Brad Pitt as John as 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 John Teller, which is just that would not happen. Um, and I would not watch it. Um, but like, yeah, they, that was the thing. And then they started reading the tea leaves and was like, well, we need to be doing more diverse things. So let's jump over and do the Mayans. Cause I, niggas ain't watching. Cause uh, I mean, they probably said at the beginning that niggas probably wasn't watching no shit about, a about who, whoever that was Leroy and them. Yeah. Uh, if only they knew, and then and then power happened. Yeah. Now they probably can't pay that nigga that played Leroy enough to do that bullshit. I'm just saying. 
Uh, but yeah, I, yeah. So it's hard for me to get into those, into those things. But I'm gonna go ahead and give Better Call Saul a shot. Um, things that I'm excited about. Let's see. I, Halo looks. I started Halo and it looks pretty good. Um, comic books. I'm re, I'm currently reading through uh, a, a a story called Seven Secrets. Uh, it's on it's on uh, Boom. Boom. You know what? Boom is one of those imprints that makes good shit. They do. They make good shit that people just aren't, because it's not mainstream superheroes. It's not the big two. Right. So they don't always get to it. But yeah. they keep a they keep a handle on some good properties. I believe they, because I believe they have the Power Rangers. And the Power Rangers comic book has been widely praised. Mm. Like, whether you're a fan of that shit or not. Yeah. Has been widely praised, and like I, I missed out on the Kickstarter opportunity to get that omnibus. Um, I'm obsessed with Kickstarter shit, by the way. Um, I actually just got if we're talking about things I'm excited about, um, a a graphic novel called The Crude Night. I'm not gonna say too much about it because I've got to because I I have to I'm writing a article about it for Black Nerd Problems, but also one by Saladin Ahmed. I know you're familiar with that name uh, called uh, Dragon, which is about, like, dudes from the Middle East Mm -hmm. fighting Dracula. Very good. Oh, it's very good so far. Very good. Kickstarter comics are where it's at, man. I'm telling you. I got a bunch of them on my drive. Kickstarter comics are really where it's at. It's really people getting to play street ball. They just got to deliver. Yeah. Um, the, the last dragon joint is probably going to end up being Kickstarter. Um, so yeah, uh, that's, I, I mean, that's shit I'm excited about. If I can, I can't really think of anything else. Black lady sketch shows back and that's looking funny. Yeah. So far, uh, Dr. Um, how do you pronounce your name? Uh, how to, how to, how to, how to, I forgot. Hadessa. See, 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 see. Yeah. <laughs> She's uh consistently the funniest character on there. Very much so. I, I appreciate that we learned her real name now. <laughs> Was it Hazel? Well, I didn't want to spoil it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is funny. I, yeah. I mean, it, it, the, that origin story is funny regardless. Like, yeah. I wasn't, I'm always impressed when little kids are funny. Because it's hard to get little kids to do anything. Yes. Like, like, like people underestimate that all the time. It is hard to get little kids to sit still and say anything. Anything. Word for word. And all the little kids in that situation were funny. Yeah. Um, David Santiago wants to know, how much would you pay to be a chair in a Chloe Bailey music video? <laughs> however, <laughs> how, however much bail is going for these days. <laughs> Because for me, that's quite likely age inappropriate. But oh man, <laughs> I well, I, I can say more than I make it my bum ass job. Let's <laughs> let's just say that. Oh god damn you, inflation! Yeah, I'm uh, staying away from that one. Joe Biden won't let me dream that high. Wow, uh, Joe Biden a hater at this point. <laughs> let me just say that um, on all fronts, it's hard. Like. The idea of leaving the house on the weekend is hard. Just to go to the movies, just to go on a date. Yeah, hard man. 
I'm not even, that might have to be a Patreon episode, but I'm going inflation as direct effect on pussy, on, on the, the, on the, the acquisition of pussy. That's going to be a, yeah, that's, I'm writing that down. Where's my shit? Yeah. That's a, that's a, a Patreon episode. I can write a lot about that shit. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> David Santiago, Tales to Enrage, Joe the Stampede, I believe. Thank you all for your contributions. Um, oh, we have one. We have a we have a listener. It's a long one, so we're gonna save it for next week. Okay. Um, it's a long one uh, from uh, one of the stewards, I believe. Ah, uh, they hit me up. Um, okay. So we're gonna save that one for next week. Uh, give it the time it properly deserves. Um, other than that, opinionswhileblack at gmail dot com. Um, also hit us at uh, opinions uh, uh, hit uh, opinionswhileblack dot com. That'll give you the path to all the social medias and shit. Y'all know what to do. Um, time for the top three STFUs. Um, trying to move a little fast, and I know Randall got shit to do. Um, boom, 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 boom. Time for the top three STFUs. You know what it is. The three people in America that need to shut the fuck, shut the fuck up. up. Let's go. Number three is one Fat Joe. Fat Jealous One's in me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> fat Joe is bugging again, bro. Um, Fat so... Fat Joe feels like, he said this in an interview, he feels like Will Smith and The Slap. A little bit everyone's just recur- referring to it as The Slap. Um, that The Slap is uh, is going to have white people believing that black people don't know how to act at events. Um, Are we still worried about the white gays? Apparently. Uh, apparently so. Um I can't even say, you know what? No, I'm not even going to set that joke up. I can't even say we. Because Fat Joe is not, for the last got, Fat Joe is not we. No matter how many times he says nigga. This comes from a non-black person who says nigga to keep his teeth white. And to keep his beard penciled in. <laughs> Lest you forget. Oh, we have not forgotten. Um, Fat Joe, crank out another slap. Crank out another slap. What was the last slap? Lean back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, shit. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is ether worthy. <laughs> what was the last slap? And you know what? No, I don't count that as a slap. The The... The one with the kid, you know, the kid DJ that blew up a little bit, and then and and Fat Joe took his sample, the Rihanna, the 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 Luther sample. You ever heard that shit? It might have been a slap to you, but it came. Oh, it was hot for like ten minutes during the pandemic when that kid was hot. That's not fair. When that kid was hot, that that, that kid is talented. It was a little kid in his house just mixing up. That doing random mashups, and Oprah bigged him up, and then a few people other bigged him. D D Nice bigged him up, 
And then Fat Joe used his um used used one of his mashups as the new song. It was the it was the uh never too much uh sample. You know, I um, Not at all? Not at all. That was cuz that was a thing for me. I'm not checking for Fat Joe. Well, no one should be at all. Nor should anyone be. Uh, unless you're talking about Little Vicious or something, but like and, and here's another question. Was Fat Joe like has Fat Joe ever really slapped? No. Like as like you know, he I think he's a good beat picker. Fat Joe doesn't do anything for himself. He doesn't pick his own beats. He doesn't write his own shit. The best shit he ever recorded, Big Pun wrote for him. Come on, y'all. Joe is one of the worst natural rappers ever in life. So please don't be deceived in thinking that he had anything to do with any piece of his success. (laughs) Shit. Damn, that sound is extra messy. Oh man, I can't believe you! I can't believe you never heard that shit. If it's so good, you would have remembered the name of it. <laughs> I don't remember the name of shit anymore. I don't. I'm not gonna play a lot. It's 2021. Time to bring the light in. We gonna bring the light in, you know. DJ Khaled, I see you. Cool and Dre, I no. see you. It, it, nothing. Nothing. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Here's the. It, No, it sparks nothing. Oh man! Wow, I that came out what last year? No, that had to have been twenty twenty. That had to have been twenty. I heard the word twenty twenty one in there. So oh, okay, yeah, maybe it did. You're I don't right. know. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, it's twenty twenty one. I don't know. It yeah. had no slap to it. <laughs> yeah, that was a yeah that was a that was a quarantine thing. I think. Um, all that to say. That joke can probably <laughs> shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up! Um, number two is T.I. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> We've been down this road before. Clifford, Clifford, Clifford. <laughs> so, this really started with T.I. Um, he was at a comedy show in Atlanta, and the girl, I guess she didn't know he was there or whatever happened, but he, she made some loose comments about T.I. and Tiny's recent rape case. And he was in the back and yelled, bitch. That's a good way of um, keeping, you know, keeping your good name out the streets, I guess. Oh, he, um, oh, he, he showed his ass. He Kanye the stage. Oh, it was, it, it was, it was some shit. He Kanye the stage, commandeered the microphone. Tried to lecture this chick about what she said and what she shouldn't be saying about him and his wife. And and why would you be doing that? And then when it made the funniest part is when it made the shade room. I okay. I, I, you know, I'll get there. But then he got up on stage and tried to hug her. She wasn't feeling it. It was one of them hugs where I'm just I don't want you to wild the fuck out, so I'm doing this for your benefit. But I don't really want you touching me. Um, he this was like this was a hard thirty minutes of him wilding the fuck out on stage. 
on somebody else's comedy show. And all for her to go, I'm a grown motherfucking woman. I'm going to talk, talk about exactly what the fuck I want to talk about. And you can just eat a dick about it, which I deserves air horns. Yeah. Okay. And he would, like, wait, where is it? Where is it? Hold on. Hold on. Where is it? Is nothing to charge me for. Or if I'm fighting, no, shut the f up for a second. Hey, listen. No, no, no. As many times you jump on that shit, I'm going to check your mother as long as it takes. When you stop talking about it, when you stop playing with me and mine, I'm going to stop saying something. Ain't no motherfucking case. Is she just on stage yeah. doing the robot? She doing the Harlem Shake. She ain't worried about him. So yeah, this was him. Short niggas must be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is like, and, and 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 apparently this is not their first confrontation. Oh. And he is, and, and then he and then he tried to clean it up on social media. He went on live and was like, first of all, I never called you a bitch. If you can find where I called you a bitch, I'll, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a million dollars." And sure enough. Somebody found right when she said the joke, he was in the back and it was camera footage of him going, bitch. Welp. <laughs> I hope, I, I hope you got unmarked bills for whoever that was. Uh, I'm just saying, T.I. got to stop this shit, bro. It, it, it's, it's sad to see because five minutes ago, this nigga was on top of the world making Marvel money. I got up the other I got up the other morning to get ready for work. I was flipping channels. This nigga was in a Monster Hunter movie with Mila Jovovich and Tony Ja that did not slap. Life comes at you fast, dog. Life comes at you fast. He ain't got his podcast. Allegedly, because it doesn't make him enough money. I guess Monster Hunter must be making good money. Mila Jovovich movies must be just rolling in it, huh? I'm just saying, man. And now you're talking about filming ATL, too? Didn't Big Boy whip his ass in ATL? (laughs) (laughs) Don't nobody want that shit? Uh, The Battle of the Wee Mans? You're stupid. What what is wrong with you? Can you just explain to me what's wrong with you? Tell me that ain't who I think it is. <laughs> oh man. And since this is Atlanta, you know Killer Mike gonna want to get in it. <laughs> Mike needs to sit his ass down too. Mike been chilling. Mike has been chilling. I haven't Mike seen been chilling. Did we get another season of trigger warning? We probably won't. Okay. We probably will not. We don't have that much faith in him. Yeah, Clifford, Clifford, sit your ass down. Get a retwist and shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, nigga got booed off of Barclays Stadium. 
He swears he he swear he he swears he does stand up periodically. And he went and he was at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, uh, trying to do a set, and they booed him off. I saw that, and um, also, who encouraged him to do stand up? Niggas in Atlanta, because uh, apparently he does this once in a blue moon in Atlanta, and he's. It, like the niggas that I heard this from say he's really not funny, but people just placate him because it's Atlanta and he's Ti. Mm. That shit don't age well when you the when you the when when you the mediocre fish in the big pond trying to move, trying to climb up the ladder. Just keep Mark Wahlbergin it to the top. Yikes! Um. And the number one people that have to shut the fuck up is the Jada Pinkett Smith haters. Enough. Fucking, y'all, it's fucking enough. No, I am genuinely pissed and annoyed by this whole thing. Enough. (laughs) Jada Pinkett Smith has spent the entire week, two weeks at this point, right? Yeah, it's been two weeks at this point. Saying literally nothing. And you niggas could not stand for her to say nothing. First, y'all were mad because y'all said that she was saying too much and that everything she said was throwing poor Will under the bus and she should shut the fuck up. Then, this bitch says nothing for two weeks. And now y'all mad because she's not saying anything about the slap that happened. She can't say she can't say anything and she can't be quiet. It sounds like y'all just want a reason to hate on this broad. That button. And now y'all have figured out an excuse. Y'all have invented some shit she said in the two weeks she has spent saying nothing. Y'all couldn't stand it. So y'all went and invented an interview. For a for a platform, no one knows. Nobody's asked. Oh, what was she doing? What what outlet was she doing the interview for? No one had to. No one bothered to ask because y'all were so caught up in trying to hate on this, trying to hate on this this nice bald headed woman that don't do nothing to nobody. Nobody's asked any pertinent questions about where the fuck these quotes came from. You know, in the internet era, you don't actually have to have evidence for anything. proof of anything. Correct. You are correct. You just have to be loud. And so now y'all have invented some story where she said that she wished Will hadn't done that and that she did not need defending. All things that we have not confirmed that she said. And guess what? Did every and then you dumb motherfuckers come to my page. Well, well, oh well, I with a with a screen cap of an outlet that is only quoting the original source that has no source for any of this shit. And then y'all drop the mic like y'all did something. You fucking idiots. Are you fucking, are y'all fucking crazy? Literally a nine-year-old could have come up with this shit. And y'all are just running with it because y'all hate this broad. Do y'all hear y'all selves? Are y'all, are y'all okay emotionally right now? I need to understand what the fuck is wrong with y'all. Genuinely. Y'all have really taken this nonsensical Jada Pinkett Smith hate to a fever pitch. Mm. 
It is old. It is corny. I swear. And Kev, of course, dumbass Kevin Samuels gonna jump to the forefront of it, coming up with some shit about Willow, about Willow writing letters to Tupac. Nigga, are you out of your fucking mind? Fall down some fucking stairs, bro. <clears throat> Fall down some fucking stairs. Play Frogger in real life. I don't know. Get Kevin Samuels the fuck out of here. Somebody kick him in his ass immediately. I mean it literally. Kick him in his ass. Have you ever been, have you ever been kicked in your ass? It, it's not a good feeling. It's one of the worst feelings, actually. Um, I wish that for Kevin Samuels. I agree with you. Like I, I think that regardless of, of what side of the fence you you find yourself on, if you're like me and there's not even a fucking fence to be on with this whole Pinkett Smith thing, how much time do you have available in your life that you have so much time to invest in the ridicule of someone that you don't even know to where you, you're you you're creating false narratives or, or fabricated narratives for someone um, at, at what cost? Like, leave the shit alone. Like, go go outside, literally. Like, go outside. It's, it's wonderful outside. Just do shit. It's wonderful outside right now, man. It's beautiful. Log off for a little bit. Unplug this shit, honestly. Download this podcast into your, into your iPhone or your, your Android and just take a walk. And just listen to us for a couple of hours. <laughs> and when you come back, you can log in again. Let's start there. I agree. I can, it, it, it. Baby. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know why I did that. I just, I just need to shake it up a little bit. Uh, we haven't done Drake Watch in a long time, so... Um, I, fam, I just, and all of it comes back to her being the center point and kind of being the scapegoat for all this hate that some of these niggas have for black women. And because y'all are so, y'all are so obvious now and y'all are so out there, y'all need a scapegoat. Y'all need something that looks good on paper. And what looks good on paper is y'all creating a narrative of a woman who doesn't give a fuck about her husband for some odd reason. You know, one of the, um, one of, one of the, the pitfalls of the, the Will Smith slap was that it seems to have been a rallying cry for wannabe alpha males to, to develop their own narratives around what a real man should or shouldn't do. Speak on it, son. You ain't lying. Like they, they're really taking this shit to the next level. Like, all the fuck niggas have charged their batteries. All the fuck, it's like all the fuck niggas have just been just been saving it and just been standing there like a rock, powering up. All all winter, all fall. For the moment, when they can just let all that rage out, just let it out. Y'all need therapy. I see why. I, I see why women keep keep doing these TikToks, ramming therapy down black men's throats. Cause y'all are embarrassing right now. It's always the American blacks that are so fucking embarrassing. You know, they have a they, so they had a thing where they were where the American blacks were fat shaming 
uh, this, I want to say, uh, Guyanese chick about Carnival and her outfit. And the group is literally called American Wines Matter. Okay. American Wines. Okay. Um. Black, American blacks are getting more embarrassing by the day. Hmm. We're the only ones that perpetuate this bullshit. And American straight blacks. Cause I guarantee you the I guarantee you the gays are not arguing about this. I always want I like I always want to ask the LGBTs, like the black LGBTs. I always want to ask, are y'all arguing about going Dutch on dates? <coughs> they probably are. You think so? Probably so. Yeah, maybe. Probably so. Either way, this shit is corny. This shit is past corny at this point. Y'all just invent now y'all just come up with random with random moments on video in the span of decades of these people being married, and y'all come up with some random moment when Will is annoyed with Jada and decide that this man's just trapped in an abusive relationship because he didn't want a camera in his face one time. Guess what, y'all? Married people annoy the fuck out of each other sometimes. Quite often, actually. Your spouse is going to annoy you. And you are going to annoy your spouse, no matter how pure you think you are. Part of the contract. That's how it works. I don't know why y'all think this is different for Will and Jada. I don't know why y'all are just coming to the conclusion that these people are regular human beings. But it's cold. It's corny at this point. It's old. And there are literally other things we can be talking about and we can be celebrating. Um, <clears throat> I didn't even get to it because and, and, I didn't put it down in the rundown. But there's other things we can be talking about, like how Taraji P. Henson and uh, uh, Chris Paul have been appointed to the HBCU advisory board. Uh-huh. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. I think that's I think that's awesome. It's one of the few things I can point to Joe Biden not fucking up. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. That's a huge deal. Yeah, Chris uh Chris Paul in particular. Um he went back to school. He's actually going back to school now. He went to um Where did he go before? Was it Wake Wake Forest? It was Wake Forest. I think. Yeah. But he made sure that when he went back to school that he went back to an HBCU. I forgot which one he's going to. Right, me too. But uh, you know that that's a huge thing that that they are advocates for that, um, and you know the the end result of that is you have like some programs end up having the marching band that leads in uh, one of the main events of WrestleMania. It's not Prairie View. It's not Prairie View. I didn't see Prairie View out there. You know, I did see the illustrious Texas Southern University. <laughs> Out and about the the legendary the legendary time honored Ocean of Soul. Eat a dick, PV. <laughs> Black owned. Wow. No sides. No condiments. No hot sauce. No mild sauce. Just, Just eat the dry dick. Poor service. Ugh. Fuck y'all. Honestly. Um. All that to say, it's time for the Jada Pinkett Smith haters to hang it up and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Y'all were less corny when y'all were whining about Russell about Russell Wilson and Sierra. But only by a little. One day we're going to have a real conversation about the fact that Future is the real cornball in that scenario. 
I thought we had that discussion. Did we? Oh, we had that last. We had that discussion we last, week. last week. Yeah. We did last week. Okay, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I'm always. If it comes down to it, I'm always going to put my money on the nigga that's paying <laughs> child support. Yeah, I said it. Actually, yeah, I said you can hit me with the ether. Oh, the one, oh, the one who's raising the kid of the nigga who's supposed to be paying child support. The one. Well, I'm always going to put me on the one who a is is paying child support if they need to. Gotcha. But be the one who's actually taking time to raise their kid. How how do you look at two niggas and decide that the that the cornball is the nigga who isn't named Nadavius? Questions I need answers to. Is it the nigga named Nadavius who looks vaguely like the nigga version of Meryl Street? Questions I need answers to. Wow. Dude, Randall, have we done a podcast? We certainly done a podcast. Definitely did a podcast. With a thousand percent more ether to it. (laughs) (laughs) See, I told you I was going to make up for big ass titties. That was a good Oh, man. (laughs) See, I'll be producing a little. I'll be doing a little producing here and there. Flashbacks to when we first had the air horn. (laughs) Oh, shit. Actually, I almost got, I almost got. Voted off the island for that one. <laughs> was it Jess that was like, knock it the fuck off? Yeah, like, I got it through text. Like, yo, my guy. <laughs> nah. It's like, you, oh, you, you may have a point there. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Jess and Tim. Miss y'all, man. Um, come back soon. Or, or I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll be out there, and y'all come up with a platform, and I'll, I'll be on it. Uh-oh. Let's go. Y'all want that. <laughs> mm. I was getting on these New York platforms. Y'all want that shit. Um, y'all, thank you so much uh, for your, your time, your energy. Y'all know we love y'all. Y'all know we love that y'all just consistently come on this journey with mm-hmm. us, uh, no matter how batshit crazy it gets. Um. We're gonna take a little time off. We'll be we'll be we'll be off next we'll be off next week yep. Easter weekend. Uh, we'll be back probably the week after that. Looks like it. Yeah, most likely. Um, we'll be back the week after that uh, with more foolishness and fuckery. Y'all know how we do it. Only if Oz starts watching uh, Better Call Saul. <laughs> we'll see. It's entirely likely. Um, and we'll be back holding myself accountable. We'll be back with more news about Patreon. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back with more news about Patreon. We got an extra week to work on it. Yep. And we got uh and we'll be back with more news about uh the spring summer merch. Yep, yep. Spring summer merch is coming. We've not forgotten about y'all. In the meantime, there is current merch y'all can be buying. Uh visit opinionswhileblack.com. Click on the get your merch thing and uh, visit the merch store. Get all the stuff, get all the cool stuff you want, and make sure you tag us on social media when it arrives. Mm-hmm. Uh, church announcements, D. Randall. Nah, nah. All right. Um, we'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. In the meantime, this has been episode one seventy eight. One seventy eight. Was it one seventy eight or seventy seven? I think it was. Seventy-eight. Let me double check. I, I, like I said, I feel we, like we jumped in with one seventy-seven. We, we're running in. We, we, we're running out. The of numbers, numbers starting to run together. It's, it's true. 
178. Okay, 178 of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz. I'm still D. Randall. As always, in parting, titties. See, I didn't do the sound effect. I swear I told y'all I'm learning. I'm I'm producing this thing. Do it. Do it. You want to do it? Do it. You want, you want to, here, do it. Big ass titties. Don't let them tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Damn, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> Bye, niggas. <laughs>